All right, guys, big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We preview three body problem. We discuss the best stand up comedy of the year. Apple Plus has a big hit in Slow Horses, and we watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Great. Gosh, I'm happy to be here with you, my friend. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, too, because I love this time of year. I love podcasting with you, and I love our sportscast from earlier earlier this week. It was so much fun, and here we are. Yeah, we mixed it up a little bit, so I don't want to spoil it too much for people, but it was a totally different episode. Um, lots of fun news, lots of great topics. We were all over the place. Go check it out. It was a really fun episode. It was good. It was crispy. Your, uh, your transitions were just, like ridiculous our I mean, content it, was so good it was so funny it was good it was really funny so go back and check that out um and also give us a follow on twitter and instagram at nordy's podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the nordy's podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free hey thanks for doing that and we appreciate you and merry christmas happy chan what, what does he say chanuka chanuka all right here, here's chanuka. here's my question for you yeah. um what is your favorite christmas songs um, I like, uh, you know, some of the old school crooner ones, because I feel like those guys really couldn't sing that well, but they kind of did like a thing where they stayed in the same range. And so I can sing them like, have a holly jolly Christmas, you know, okay, like that okay. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I like some of those. How do you feel? Like, you don't okay. like the new stuff, do you? Or? No, no, no. I, I like, okay, this is where I'm at. Yeah. Right I like, um, any kind of like spooky old, um, religious Christmas song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? Okay, any of that stuff. I get you, yes. Okay, I also love um, my favorite Christmas album, and this is real. This is a deep cut. I like The Chieftains, just like every 90s family probably did. Okay. It's like it's like a party at Fuzzy Wigs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really? But it has like Elvis Costello and shit on it. Okay. So That's if you guys are looking for like a party. Alt-rock. Uh, no, it's like, it's like. 90s. It's like fiddles and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then I also um uh, I grew up on like Aaron Neville Christmas. My, like, my brother, <laughs> my brother has really turned me into a, a Wham Last Christmas fan. I really hate that song. It's a great song. It's, it's way better a, than it's Mariah. A, it's hardly a well, yeah, but it's hardly a Christmas song. I don't love that. My one. My favorite thing is just that every pop star has now tried to make their own Mariah Christmas song. Of course. Every Why wouldn't you single take every one of year? Them? I would release twelve bad Christmas yeah. songs just on the off yes. chance. I like, here it is. Here's Mariah. my Christmas album. You're set for life. Twelve original Christmas. I mean, songs. it's just like I get why they make so many bad Christmas movies. Yeah, you got to take your shot because because if you get into the rotation, you're in it forever. <laughs> you're in it forever. You're in it forever. I mean, I mean, like, we're listening to shit from 1962. Yeah, we don't listen to other stuff from 1962. Yeah, I mean, I I I agree. I think that like. What we should do is we should leave our jobs and we should only make Christmas write Christmas songs. Right, all Full year, time. every Full year. Just, that's all I do. Just hoping. I for write three hundred and sixty-five Christmas songs a year. It's kind of like uh, it's better odds than playing the lotto, probably. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, and then there's lots of topics you could have too. Mm-hmm. You don't need um anything but your lover. Um, and your lover is Saint Santa. Santa. They're always um, trying to fuck a lot Santa. Of that. How about a gay? Yeah, uh, angle on that. Yeah, like Santa. I don't know if you're into dudes, I, but here I am waiting for you. And like you can do. I mean, I could see it now. I that like could be huge. 
I'm not gay, but I love Santa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. I'm not gay, but my hall pass is Santa. <laughs> Don't judge. He's magical. I, I think you could really work with that. I think so, too. I think like we should just come up with like all of these different angles of what Christmas music could be. Right. And that's what we do for our full-time job. I, I like it. Yeah. And I think we'll probably start next week. <laughs> I might start tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going to work tomorrow. I'm going to tell my kids to work on a worksheet while I write Christmas songs. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Um, what the hell are we drinking? Our good friend, uh, good friend of the pod, Barry, always coming through with the beer. He travels around God, the world and just guy. brings us beer. This time he was in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Yeah. And, uh, and got us a brewing project. This is brewing project. It's called the Caramel Up. Apocalypse, which is, I guess, a plant caramel apple, and it's a goes with caramel apple, vanilla, granola, sea salt, cinnamon. Um, I'm guessing it's sweet. Eric, take a big glug. What do you think? Um, I don't know if I've ever liked and hated something at the same time mm. as much as this. Ooh, um, ooh. It's I have like sixteen ounces of this to drink. Yeah, okay, I mean, that's a problem. I, I think that that if this was a four ounce pour, I would be kind of pumped about it because it's it is tasty it does taste like a caramel apple in a can yes it does it is good i get that it's way better than the pickle beer oh the pickle beer was rough you finished it i I did did you have indigestion from that how'd you feel (laughs) i probably felt sick yeah but yeah (laughs) (laughs) But, but this this beer um i'm unsure it's a six out of ten. I want to come back to it. I think I'm gonna that continue to drink. I'm it. gonna drink the whole thing, and that probably will be worse for wear. <laughs> but um, they kind of nailed the flavor of caramel apple. It's good. I get the apple, and I love the caramel. The cinnamon's a little much. Yeah, but, cinnamon uh, is a little overpowering. But hey, we we love it when people bring us exciting beers. You know, it's all about Barry. People have, thanks, Barry. yeah, thanks, Barry. Uh, we've had so many people bring us boring beers or tell us about boring beers. We've tried so many boring beers. Once in a while, I got to just try the pickle beer, and this is just that, but it's with better a caramel than that, apple. I'll tell you. All right, so here we go. Yep, lots to talk about today. We do. <sighs> first things first. Kung Fu Panda Four is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Did we need this movie? Uh, yeah. If you would have asked me before the episode, do, how many Kung Fu Pandas have there been? I would have said two. Okay. And I would have said they will never make another. Yeah, but the third one was bitching. Was it? Yeah. It was actually good? Yes. Okay, well, they're I'm wrong. Good. I, in my mind, I was like, this is not needed, but no, maybe I'm wrong. No, they're all really good. I think that, you know, in the end, I was like, okay, for animated kind of franchises, yeah. you got uh, How to Train Your Dragon over here. Yeah. And Toy Story. Pan- and Panned over here. No, no. Toy Story is amazing, right? Okay, like, yeah. that. this is like next tier down. And... I think that, you know, the, these panda movies are much better. They're really, really good. They're fun. Jack Black, how good is he, dude? Jack Black is one of the most likable human beings. Yeah. Like, did you see when he met the super fan in the wheelchair? Oh, my God, was that uh, what precious. A, what he a sings moment. With, um, what like, a moment. Like, the, what a good guy. The joy in his face. I, I love Jack Black, and he's fantastic as this fucking panda. Yeah. And, and they've cut back on the fat jokes from the mm-hmm. early ones. Yeah, we didn't need that. Yeah, it, it, it was really heavy on that. Uh, I just think, though, intended, that like, but, the, the, like Jack Black is on your list. Um. God damn! I don't know if he is. He should be. I think he might be. I'd I think have to he check, should be. He I, would be. I think that like he's old enough now. Certainly, like, I think that one thing that makes someone a timeless celebrity that we must protect is they have to they they have to um, feel grateful 
for their position in life mm. and then they use that position to make other people's days yes i yes. think that's the number one thing it's just that's like, why Shaq is on there yes even it, though he doesn't always say the right thing he's not a support he always is, is making people's for days other people yeah. and like i think that's the biggest thing is like you're famous yeah. you're wealthy you have all of these great things in life how do you give back to just regular people because you that moment might not be important for you. It might be forgettable for you, but it will be unforgettable for them yeah. if, if you're right, if you're good in that moment. Yeah. And if so, you saw Shaq a block away walking down the street, you would never forget it. I would never forget it. Yeah. Ever. If Shaq just said something funny to me, I would never forget it the rest of my life. He would never remember it a week later. But I think that's what famous people have to remember. So, yeah, yeah I only care about this because I love Jack Black. Well, you know what? I can't wait to bring my kids or watch at home whatever it's going to be but these movies are actually pretty good so okay we're I gonna care. keep it we're gonna keep it animated here really? netflix uh blue eye samurai so blue eye samurai is getting a ton of attention right now um it kind of dropped out of the blue they didn't do a lot of hype for it but it's a really beautifully animated it's a you know a grown-up story um it's violent and it's, it's getting epic. it's getting another season it's getting another season which is great news uh i just finished scavenger's reign which we're going to talk a little bit about in a minute or like you know once we get to uh some wrecks or not wrecks and i i just finished that last night and i'm jumping right into blue eye samurai because i heard their a and b of like really really special adult animated stuff so i'm super excited about this um you know, a cool, like, Japanese story. You got samurai, you got shogun, you got fucking swords, you got heads being lopped off. It's going to be cool. So I, I actually watched one episode of that. I'm going to get back into it. But I'm psyched it's it's renewed. That means it was good. Okay. Well, I'm going to have to check it out, but I yeah. want it to JC3 first. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm all over it. So here's the next thing. And this is, is uh, Netflix, too. Okay. And this is something we talked about months ago forever three body problem yep coming to netflix in march yeah it's coming this in, is it, by the makers of game of thrones so benioff and weiss yeah is it vice weiss, weiss whatever um and you know what they certainly know how to run a show at yeah. least through five seasons or six six, six really six. good seasons yeah five really good seasons anyways <laughs> um no they they do and even like you've said even when it was Bad Thrones, it was great TV, and I, I agree. And, you know, ultimately, it, it sucks that those guys got so much heat because they did something incredible. They made one of the greatest, whether it was the best or not, let's call it the greatest TV shows ever, okay? Um, and this looks big and epic, and, dude, Netflix gave them a budget for this. Um, I don't know what it's about. I know it's based off existing IP, which is probably good for these guys. Uh, and it's this big epic sci-fi story with, you know, based in China and different time periods. And, um, the trailer looked sick. Um, I think I care. It's got Sam. I Sam care. Tarly I care a as one of the leads. lot about this. Okay. I, I, this is the first thing that they've made since Thrones, right? Yeah. Yeah. This, this is something they've thought out very carefully. I think so. Too. They're being this paid a big move huge for, for this. This has to hit for them. They took a lot of bullets for the last season of Thrones. Yep. And this, you know, the three body problem is finished. That's good news for them. Yeah. They started a show too early. Um, Game of Thrones should have been made 
well, I guess it never should have been. It never never would have been made if it wasn't made when it was. So we should be grateful for that because it's never going to be finished. Um, But this is finished. So they can actually plot out all their seasons ahead of time. And their pacing will be better. They won't have to rush the ending. Um, I have really high hopes for this, honestly. I literally couldn't be more excited for a show. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I I mean, Thrones is so good. I'm sorry. I'm not here for the Thrones slander at all. Are you excited, more excited for this or True Detective season four? This. Okay. All right. True Detective has had one good season out of four. Ooh, true Detective is like so you know what True Detective is. Um, mm. Worse Fargo. Yeah, overall for sure. That's what it is. Yeah. Worse Fargo, and it's funny it, it that like the, True Detective season one is an all time great. Is and an the rest great. of the show is a and fucking Fargo dud. season two is a little bit better. They were like, hey, um, you loved season one of True Detective. Can we try to make Taylor Kitsch a thing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Like, no, dude, no. That, that work. I don't um, even. I I don't know that I finished season three of True Detective. With Mahershala Ali? Maybe I, I did. did. I did. I and might it have. wasn't worth it. It I never might. got more exciting, dude. I might have. It was boring. Talk about slow and contemplative and, oh, uh, wow. Is it um, Pizzolato or whatever his name is? He back? No. Can't he's be. out. He's that been guy's, out. He's, he's, he's washed. He's probably making YouTube videos at this point. I don't know what he's doing. He made one good season of TV. Um, yeah, I, I literally um, couldn't be more excited. This is okay. going to be a great show. Three-body this, this, problem. This Netflix has March. to hit for Gotta Netflix. Hit. Can't wait. Okay, what about uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith? We've heard a lot about this for a long time. This is uh, Donald Glover. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be, what's her name? Yeah. We just uh, talked about her. So you talk about, you think about that while I kind of tell you about what this show is. Okay, do you remember the Brad Pitt, and was it Angelina Jolie? Yeah, together? I do. I, do. I didn't so see it, though. It wasn't great. It was pretty forgettable. It You know, it's the premise is ridiculous. Um, that they were two contract killers that happened to get married, and then they found out only later that they were both living double lives. Uh, pr- pretty stupid. And I don't know what this is going to go off of exactly, but it's him and then Maya Erskine, who's pretty unknown. She's like this cool Asian actress that was in Pen15, which I really yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, that's she, like, funny. I saw some of it. It was funny. Oh, she's great. She's really brilliant. The, the woman we were thinking of is Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, yeah, exactly. Had to, she dropped out for whatever reason, okay? But um, the trailer looked good and funny and, like, pretty high production I hope Phoebe Waller-Bridge value. dropped out to make another Indiana Jones. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's not going to be another Indiana Jones, bro. I think we can. that ship has sailed. Hey, we already recast it. It's supposed to be uh, Zendaya. Yeah, well, that's Zendaya could, that, is the next Indiana Jones is the move. Maybe when she's like forty-five and a professor um, age, maybe. But I think I don't that, think for a while. You but. know what I think should happen more? Yeah, is like movie franchises that make a preset, like four movies over twenty years. Yeah, where they're just like, we're gonna release one every five years. Are you in? And they're like, yeah, man. Okay. And then they just pay them a hundred million for four movies over. 20 years i love it and then anybody that's like 70 is gonna be like are you fucking kidding me really wow really wow (laughs) (laughs) like to see the first two maybe uh no that's cool yeah so i i don't know the trailer looked a lot better than i thought it was going to i like donald glover although he's edging on like overrated territory so he's gotta he's gotta deliver on something donald glover is the pressure's on a little bit a little bit yeah i think it's atlanta fell apart and yeah. yeah he needs to hit 
I I liked Atlanta, but it like ran out of steam. His his like Lando Calrissian was cool, but mm-hmm. it was one movie, and then that sucked. Uh, he's got to hit one. So um, yeah, he's got a hit, and I I think this actually looks pretty good. So I, I do hope. care about Mister and Mrs. Smith coming to Prime. Another big show. Is this going to gonna be funny? Yes, but I think it's going to be very dark humor. Okay. You know, pretty like serious with the killing, mm-hmm. funny with the funny. Okay. All right. Uh, how about this? Uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver is getting three more seasons. How often do they announce multiple season renewals? I think only when they have a show that's like weekly like this where they make it like they'll do that with late night hosts yeah. where there'll be like another three seasons or three yeah. years, whatever. Um, do you watch this? Um, I probably watch 40% of them. Okay. So I usually watch it when it's like, did you hear what he covered? And then I'll watch it on YouTube. I usually watch about 40% of these episodes and every time it's gold. I watch it more than the daily show or Jimmy Kimmel or any of them. them. I I think that he just has moments that like are so he, he has, he has come up with the formula to make viral moments, but also cover serious problems in the smartest but also most delicate ways. Mm-hmm. Like this dude is is so talented. His writers are so talented, and they can they can make a joke out of anything. But they can also really um, clarify complicated issues yeah. for you. And I think that that's the brilliance of John Oliver. I agree, and I think that they end up shining a light on like corruption that maybe would be too boring for some other. But they yeah. make it fun, right? Yeah. So then now these like big corporations or crooked people have to actually answer for these things because it was on John Oliver and, and they I find kind they of find cause things, for good. Yeah, I think they find things that like are that no one has heard of before that are corrupt. Yeah. And like they're so good at being like you thought that movie theaters were good, but actually movie theaters are bad because blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then they have like all these things, but somehow they make really boring things into something that's interesting and funny. Yep. And he is brilliant. They're he, pretty much like uh the big short John Oliver not being the host of The Daily Show is a Viacom fumble of epic proportions. I get it. I do I, I do like an American host of The Daily Show because it is ripping America and the problems here so much. Yeah. But, I like to hear that from an but American. The, but I don't who know. Who is it going to be next? Maybe I'm just still nationalist, but. Who is it going to be next? Jordan Klepper. Is it? I, no, but it, it should won't be. They're be. still rolling through random people. They don't know what to do. Yeah. I, I mean, they got like Charlemagne on there. Is, is Viacom the most dead thing of all time? I guess. They're just like, all right. They got we a few have, cable channels. They're and... like, we have such things as ridiculousness. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really it. rough. It's, we'll get to another one of those shows in a little bit. Okay. Um, all right. So the other big thing is uh, right now is, is, is with HBO is George Santos. George Santos. George Santos. R.I.P. I I hate this guy. I'm sorry. I'm not here. I'm not going to let this motherfucker off the hook. I'm not. I'm so close to letting him off the hook. I'm not. I'm not going to let him. I'm so close to just enjoying his weirdness. Dude. Now that he can't really cause any more damage. He doesn't get like you don't get to like vote for like poor people to like suffer more and then also like be funny. Yeah, like I just don't. I, I'm not and cool be with like him. A, this queer icon or something that yeah. he's trying to be, which he apparently he wasn't until now. This now guy, he's like letting it out. Do you and know being what this guy is? He's and, a he's a blood sucker. Yeah, that's what he is. I know. He just is a leech. He just is gonna hang on to anything that can keep him in the public eye. Yeah. This dude would make 
porn. If he's straight, he'd make gay porn to, right. to be famous. He would he would kill people. He would do anything. He would okay. humiliate himself. He'd be on a game show where he has to, you know... Eat pig dicks. Yeah, he'd do it. He'd love he, it. All he cares about is himself and staying famous, and he has no shame, and he's just an absolute bloodsucker. I uh-huh. hate this guy. All of his videos, I, everyone's like, oh, it's so funny. He talked about this person twerking on whatever, like... Yeah, you're Cameo. not into it. Apparently he Fuck made, he said he made as much in a week on Cameo as he made in his entire congressional salary or something. Including like. all of the weird dark money he received. Well, right, probably not. <laughs> I mean, I, he said I, salary. I hate this guy. He sucks. I, I literally can't, we can't allow this guy. He he voted for all the worst of yeah. the worst. There's, there's been death and destruction and suffering that happened because of this guy who made a complete mockery of our government that's already pretty and much a his mockery. Poor congressional district. Like, what a bunch of idiots. What a bunch of idiots those people are. I Unbelievable. Know. I mean, how bad do you have to be that the Republican Party is is at a critical juncture of barely having a majority and they were like, Yeah, we need to get rid of him. I know. Well, <laughs> he he stayed in through many, many votes, oh. which was crazy until it's like I mean, that was embarrassing. They for were them like, to we even... might. They, they were like, he's so bad that we might risk l- losing the yeah. the majority <laughs> because he's that bad. Uh, so yeah. So all right. Um, he's going to be on well, HBO. You know what? Maybe we've already given him too much attention, and he's mad. They're going to make this probably you know ninety minute movie about his his rise. He's only mad because he's not being interviewed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if they were just like, and you're going to be the main character of this and you're story, gonna participate. Yeah. he'd be like, in. He'd be like, make me look horrible. I don't yeah, care. I don't that's, care. That's just what I, yeah. So. I'm, a, I'm a straight guy who's going to play a gay character on Cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't handle uh, this guy. Okay. All right. But then you know what? We need to move on because yeah. we've given him too much of our breath. Okay. How about this? The Golden so, Globe noms came out. They did. What do we know about the Golden Globes? And why the hell are the Golden Globes even important? Golden Globes are cool because they're TV and movies. And because they came out like they come out and then they kind of predict the rest, right? So you get that first taste of all right, what's really premiere? You know, and everybody has their ideas and um I'm gonna go through some of them, okay? Okay. So best motion picture drama, considered maybe the biggest award. Yeah. Oppenheimer. Okay. Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Maestro. Never even heard of it. Uh, it's... Yeah, Literally you, never heard of it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, you're not going to hear the rest of these. Maestro, okay. Maestro, Past Lives, Zone of Interest, Anatomy of a Fall. You're going to start hearing more about these movies. Um, one of them is Bradley Cooper. The Maestro is... Like, it's the Cohen movie. Like... This is... This is the I wor- know. This is human beings. But once we get to TV, you'll This you'll is human up, beings okay? at their worst. This is the worst part about humanity is that we have to pretend every year that we all like boring movies. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. We, we, this is not for us. You're right. No one is I watching know. these movies. They probably did $850,000 in the theaters. No one has rented them. And we have to all pretend that, oh, this was the best thing we all saw this year. I, I couldn't agree with you more. All right. Well, best picture musical or comedy, which is kind of fun that they do that in here. Okay. We got Barbie. Okay. We got Poor Things. Never Which is that. well, Yorgos Lanthimos did it. He does he does all these weird movies. It's got Emma Stone. It's got Mark Ruffalo. That one is going to be actually really good, I think. American Fiction, haven't heard of it. The Holdovers, haven't heard of it. May December, haven't heard of it. And then Air, <laughs> did you watch that one? That was the the making of Air Jordans with mm, yeah. Was I it comedy? It. 
Yeah, it's a comedy. Okay. It was okay. All right. Um, we got some good people nominated for Best Director. Bradley Cooper, like mm-hmm. I mentioned. Greta Gerwig for Barbie. Okay. That could be cool. Show win. Uh, maybe. Yorgos Lanthimos for Poor Things. No. Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer. Maybe. Martin Scorsese. No. Killers of the Flower Moon and someone named Celine Song for Past Lives. It's going to be Oppenheimer versus Barbie for everything, whether they deserve it or not. Um. Yeah, I mean, probably, probably... Yep. Whether they deserve it or not, they're going to be. It's going to be everything because that was what. It's it, this is just a a snapshot of what 2023 is, but also being artsy, and they're just going to let those movie Oppenheimer's going to win everything that Barbie mm, doesn't win. Maybe, maybe. I, what are the favorites? I'm not ready. You know, I'm not ready for that that conversation. Okay, we're trying to get through the nominees right now. I'm not ready to pick. Um, I'm gonna let's do TV. I'm gonna skip all like the best. Okay. Writing and directing yeah. for all that yep. shit. Okay, we're gonna go right into TV. Best TV series drama, nineteen twenty three. That's one of the spinoffs of uh, Yellowstone. I know. Nah. The Crown, which nah. I understand is that will probably win. Uh, the Diplomat on Netflix, The Last of Us on HBO, The Morning Show, and Succession. Succession wins. Succession wins easy. Okay, easy. Uh, best television series, The Bear. Okay. Ted Lasso. No. Abbott Elementary. No. Jury duty? No. Only murders? No. Barry. It's the bear. It's not close. It's the bear. I think Ted Lasso might oh, it's win gonna a be fucking popularity Ted contest. Lasso. I, it's no. I honestly, I don't think it will. I, I really don't think it will. I turned but, Ted Lasso season three off after six minutes. So I'm not going to go through the actors and stuff, but uh, yeah, I mean that's kind of what we're looking at for top stuff now. I mean, I don't want to um, give it away, but I I I feel strongly about. Some of the shows that we're gonna have for our Nordies. Our Nordies is really all you'll need. That's to all care you guys about. really need oh to know because God. because we are for the people. Like, yeah, we what do you take, care about? We're what gonna have take you seen? the the best parts of the actual year and not what the, um, you know, not not what the we, Hollywood elite. Yeah, the Hollywood elite. <laughs> what the Hollywood elite thinks you should like? But I mean, in reality, it kind of feels that way. Like. Oh, maybe the Hollywood elite oh, does shit. exist. Are we going? Are we going right wing on this? Let's go. God, what if our what if we did and our audience just absolutely quintupled? Yeah, that's I what mean, would happen. Yeah, I, and they'd be like, I, I kind of get why they do like, this. You guys would be like Nordy's podcast. How are those guys making a hundred mil a year now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I don't all they, like all these Soros shows yeah right yeah. all these soros led shows i don't know that soros invest in shows but they just remind me of soros uh, we know where the shadow money is <laughs> the shadow money oh i love it yeah the thing i hate the most is definitely wokeism yeah being woke the global elite uh and any cabal <laughs> you know i don't know what a cabal is i hate but cabals I gar- you know i don't know because i'm not in one my least favorite thing is if definitely you know what it is you're probably in i can't vote for any show that has people who eat children <laughs> right <laughs> can't do it all right here we go all right what's up what do you got next next up best comedies of the year we're gonna give you a sneak peek at maybe where we're headed for the nordies here because some special some specials. special comedy specials yeah which because i think that we should make this a nordy nom this year that would be really fun that would be fun so can you give us kind of a sneak peek on maybe where we're headed yeah uh, you know i will and i've i've probably watched i don't know 20 specials this year something like that you do you're you're one of the top people for 
for stand up. I watch I a lot. Yeah. And we don't yeah. talk about it all the time. We don't, we um, don't. Unless there's one, you know, I'll shout out like a really good one. But so in 2023, I think we actually had some really special ones. Um, I'm going to shout a few out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Sam Morrill, mm-hmm. his special is called Same Time Tomorrow. It's on Netflix. He's huge right now. He's really big. He's a big podcaster. He does yeah. the circuit. He's pretty special right now. Um, I really like Andrew Santino's special. I love Andrew Santino. I think it, he is so funny. It was. I think it was also on Netflix called Cheeseburger. He's so funny. I think he might be more funny on his podcast than his stand-up, but he is he's top of the game right now. And so also, fair. what a find by Dave. I know. What a find. Dave, Dave was an absolute launching pad for this guy. Dave grabbed this dude up early as wonder his if he like, writes best for Dave friend at all. manager. Oh, I'm sure he does. He, he's been a writer for a long time. So, um, All right, so this one just came out. Stavros Halkias, or Amazing. Stavi Baby, as, as he's known he's, as. He's awesome. Did you watch his brand new special on Netflix it. called Fat we'll watch it. We'll watch it. So I, I was more under the impression he was just like really good on, on podcasts. Yeah. I hadn't really heard a lot of his jokes. Um, you know, some of these guys like put out actual written material on their Instagram all yeah. the time, and some don't. Some really post their crowd work stuff and keep that those jokes for their specials, yeah. right? Um, and I felt like that, like, I was like, this guy, you know, he laughs at his own stuff. He's a, a jovial guy. Yeah. No, he's fucking hilarious. He's really funny. He's really funny. I think he's one of the best. I think he's one of the best in the whole business right now. He's, he's really good. Um, this one, this guy is definitely more underground right now. Um, and his special or he's, his name is Ronan Hirschberg. Okay. And his special is Jokes from the Underground. It's on. It's only on YouTube. Okay. So Hirschberg, H-E-R-S-H-B-E-R-G. So look him up. Okay, I'll He's look him up. He's really funny. Next guy, local guy, mm-hmm. met this guy, mm-hmm. and I think he is brilliant. And he had to do right to YouTube as well. And his name is Jeffrey Asmus, A-S-M-U-S. And his special is The Only Funny White Man. And my God, is he brilliant! I really like this guy. I think he is one of the best in the business right now. His he's one of the guys that his jokes rival his crowd work and back and forth because he can post both. You know, he'll post his jokes, his written stuff. He'll post his crowd work. They're both. He's a local guy. He's really funny, and also um, he's not even famous enough to have a Wikipedia page yet. Well. That's true, but I looked up a Wikipedia page of of specials that released this year, and he was on there. Okay, so uh, I mean, maybe he added himself. Like like him though, I think he's really good. He's he's one of the people I'd really like to see. I would love to see him. Um, A couple more. We got Shane Gillis with his beautiful dogs. He died like a dog, like a beautiful dog. I I I I want to not like Shane Gillis because. he says so many things that are just not appropriate, mm-hmm. but he gets away with it. And like, I think like I I always love the interview with um, oh what's the the guy uh, Jeselnik, Anthony Jeselnik. Jeselnik. Yeah. He, he said that the the art of comedy isn't pissing everyone off. Mm-hmm. It's not getting everyone mad at you. It's saying something inappropriate and getting away with it because that's what true art is. Yeah. It's that you didn't offend everyone. You you told a joke that was offensive, but it was funny and it worked yep. because you're a comedian and you're an artist. Yeah. And I think that that is right. And I think that Shane Gillis toes that line um, so carefully yeah. that he says a lot of really inappropriate things, but somehow it all works for him. And that's yeah. why I think he is he is 
at the top of the, the business right now. He's he's doing really, really well. He you know, I don't think he him personally is problematic. It is a little annoying that he seems to be a kind of like this you know, ultra conservative hero or, you know, that's the only thing I'd have, but it's not even his fault. That's just like what has happened with his career. But yeah. I think he is very he is, naturally he's, so funny. He's hilarious. And, and he, just him as a, just looking at him is kind of funny too. Yeah. Like he just works as like a guy to he, make you laugh. He's, he's just naturally, I didn't, you know, I did like I said, you know, when I watched this, I didn't want to love it necessarily, but I did. I thought it was great. Um, last one I'll put on is is Mark Normand. He released a Netflix special, Soup to Nuts, that I think was really, really brilliant. Um, really like kind of a traditional comic with just like puns. Like he does like almost dad jokes, but inappropriate style. Okay. So I really like him. Um, you know, we got a Tom Segura this year that I thought was okay. We mm-hmm. got... Um, we got a Nate Bargatze that was okay, mm-hmm. you know. So Bargatze's way bigger, up there. Too. Oh, there's big, big names. We got a Bill Burr this year that I thought was okay. Um, so I'm not just trying to pick the big names. I'm trying to pick the stuff that made me laugh the most. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, man. I, you know, if you're listening and you haven't checked those out, check them out. Let me know what you think. And uh, and yeah, if you're looking for more wrecks, I've watched. I've watched all of them. I'm, I watched Matt Reif, and he's not on the list, you know, so there's a lot out there, but um, yeah, that's it. That was fun. Thanks for letting me yeah. do that. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, it's time for Hot Rex and Not Rex, and this week, the place that I want to start is with Apple's oh. Slow Horses. Oh, my God. Can't believe this. Hey, I love Gary Oldman so much. I think he's one of the most brilliant actors ever. Please sell me on this show because I watched three episodes and I gave it the JC3. No, I like this show a lot. I don't know that it's great. I don't know it's great, but it's really? it is good. Um, is it because it's British? Is it no? British? Gary Oldman is incredible in this. Yeah, he gets better and better and better and better as the show goes on. He's unbearable for the first three episodes. Like annoying. Like he's, obviously he's, that means he's a great actor. He's I get such it. a jerk. But like he, as the show goes on, you get that he's this thoughtful, smart, caring person. Okay. But he does it in the most evil, mean British way. Oh, all right. Where he just is so mean. His compliments are just insults. You know, like he just says the meanest stuff, but he cares about his people so deeply. Okay. And is willing to risk it all for them at all times. He, I couldn't even recognize him in this show at first. This is an absolute transformation for him. Which he does all the time. I mean, you did Winston Churchill. Yeah. He's done so many different crazy He's, he's so good. The show... So the reason I watched the show is because I was listening to The Ringers show with Andy Greenwald, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. And uh, the Chris pod. Ryan. Love him. Um, and they, were, they said that the best show on TV for 2023 is season three of Slow Horses. And I hate to hear that. They said I just hate to hear they that. They said it's the best show. They said, this is what sold me, this comment. Chris Ryan said that this show is filmed so well that it is, I don't remember exactly how he said it, but it was like, it is, um, it's not even, it, they don't need to film it as well, and the acting doesn't need to be as good as it is. It's too good. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that then. That sounds like a real endorsement. Damn. So I turned it right on. I binged the whole season one. This show is far from perfect, but yeah. it is very good, isn't it? Is it? 
as slow as the name implies? Slow Horses is just an insulting name for this branch of MI5. Right. It's They're just, like the, the cast-offs. They don't have yeah. a good office. They're, They're like yeah. people that got in trouble. I know the, th- the episode the f- episode one starts out with this young cop mm-hmm. or MI5 agent, whatever he is, and he fucks up. Like he, yeah. he chases a guy onto a train instead yeah. of off and it a blows train. Blows a bunch of people. He off fucks and stuff, up, yeah. and so then they. You know, he was supposed to be this promising rising yeah. dude, and he gets sent to this shit team. That's that's what I remember it was. And then you know maybe they start to discover something. The show is on... for anyone who liked our wreck a few years ago of. Um, of You're gonna have to remember the name of it, which is gonna be Bodyguard. Tough. Yeah, Bodyguard. Yeah, with Richard Madden. Bodyguard. It's it's Bodyguard. I wouldn't want to watch three seasons of Bodyguard. No, but I, I I just think that like this show is gonna be one that's gonna ramp up. I like season one. I'm hoping it just keeps getting better. So I binge season one. I like it. It's a wreck for sure. Okay. It's a all wreck right, for sure. And I need to get to season three. I will. Pr- I will watch all. I'll give it the EB three seasons. seasons. <laughs> oh my! And I'll God. tell you. I'll tell you if you Holy need to watch it. Fuck. And I will. Give, you're gonna I'll have give, to get a TV nickname out yeah. of this. If if you have if your EB three is seasons. Yeah, I'll watch I'm three. Se- I'm gonna watch. Three. I like season one enough. I've already started season two. If I like it, I'll watch all three seasons. You know seasons what I'm worried is you. the most direct comp for this? Hmm. The Americans. Yeah, Uh-oh. it's kind of Americans like... S- nice and slow. See, I don't think that the Americans ever got bad. The just, Americans was just not enjoyable. No. It was like good, but too stressful. Oh my and God. like by the time I quit watching it, I I, I think it might have been at its best. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, I don't think I can watch this anymore. I'm, I'm, it's like bad for my health. Okay. All right. <laughs> So that's I dude, I'm really happy you watched this. I maybe yeah. I'll have to give it a try. Slow horses on Apple. I think Apple does have good shows. They're they're, they're I kinda trying. think they do. They're I think they actually up. have cool stuff. I think that that once in a while, um, if you just have a lot of money, you can just get cool shows. Well, I mean, they got Severance, they got Slow Horses, they got Silo, they got Morning Show. I think they've hit yeah, on those. They're so all pretty bad. good. Um and then we're both watching Fargo. Both watching Fargo. Um Yep, we've watched what four episodes? I think there'll be eight of them, and so far so good, man. I'm I'm really enjoying it. Uh, at this point, I'm ready to say that maybe season, maybe it goes two one five. Three, I like the season. Four. I think the main actress. I don't remember her name, but she plays. She's in Ted Lasso. Yeah, we couldn't remember her name I last. Re- week, I really, so. I really like her. Yeah, I think she, this is a coming out party for her as a big actress right i mean I think she's ted lasso's over yeah now she's you know and i think they kind of like she was sidelined her character in in the last season for some reason they didn't know what to do with her or i what, think but. that this is a big step for her i yeah. think you're gonna see a lot more of her this is a totally different character than she played in ted lasso this is a totally different accent a different everything and i think she's I don't know. She's holding she, it down. I think she's like believable. Yeah. In an unbelievable role. I know. And I, I think know. that's the best the thing I can show say about is this. very like surreal, right? Yeah. It's just a little bit um like reality, but just twisted to the point where once you accept that everything's a little bit heightened, then you can enjoy the show. But if you're sitting there watching the entire thing, like these accents are a little weird, or you know, could he really kill all those people that quickly or whatever? You're starting to lose the 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 bit a little bit. So, um, yeah. I I think that like to me, I think she's on like, um, getting a a good role in a movie watch right now. Yeah, that'd be I think great. she's been good in this, and I think that like maybe we'll even learn her name someday. 
That would be crazy. I should look it up. All right. Well, you just take your time and look it up. But yeah, dude, I'm liking Fargo. Um, that's definitely a wreck. It's on Hulu. It's on FX. Go check it out. Um, what I'd like to talk about is what you think is maybe the title belt holder right now, which is Murder at the End of the World. Her name is Juno Temple. Yeah, Juno. I was going to say, I thought it was like either Parker Posey or Peekaboo Street <laughs> or Juno Temple. Juno I Temple. I, I, I like her. I, I do think things. she's good, and I think that she's having a huge year. She's 34 years old. She's do you remember when she was England. in um, year one with Jack Black and Michael Sarah? And no. I thought she was the most beautiful person in the world. Back no, in the day. No, I, I literally don't remember. You don't remember that, that movie? It was like a caveman movie comedy. Anyways. No, I don't so remember. So how are you feeling now that Murder at the End of the World on mm-hmm. Hulu mm-hmm. also? Yeah. It's what, a couple episodes out? I mean, what is it? Is there ten? I, I don't I know. I think it's but gonna it's... be eight and I think we're through eight. six. Okay. Yeah, we're getting pretty close. I love this show. I thought six left me on such a edge of a cliff that i am i can't wait to watch it this week yeah um this is girl with the dragon tattoo meets glass onion maybe yeah it's it's not funny like glass onion can be but it's the same kind of idea big place whodunit yeah she's just elizabeth salander this is just stuff that i like this is just kind of in my boxes for you it's checking a lot of boxes it's a mystery it's got some really cool actors i think that um Guy, guy, that's not his name. No. Oh, we are bad with names. We've been having like too many caramel Caramel beers. beers. I don't know. The guy who's like the the (laughs) Clive Owen. Clive Owen. There we go. (laughs) Clive Owen. I'm I'm really liking his character. Yeah. I think he's really great. But I think that the main guy and girl are stars, Mm -hmm. especially the main guy, Bill. Yeah. Bill Man, is is special, captivating. I'd like you, you. Maybe should watch Triangle of Sadness. I probably will now he's, because he's he, really good in it. He yeah. is so good. I I don't know that I've seen someone on television this year that I felt is as captivating as him. Yeah, he he's not even doing. He much. doesn't have to do much. He just like he's very believable. He I don't is know. even in, in in silly situations. Yeah, and, and just I, I he agree. can just the the way that he can have a conversation without saying very much. And I'm captivated. Mm-hmm. Is really impressive. I, I love the show. I think it's really cool. I I think it and Fargo are the two best things on TV right now. Yeah. And I really am impressed with both. And they're both FX Hulu. They're just dominating. Just right now. dominating the game. Um, can I check off some things that I think the show does great? Yeah. And then some things I don't think it does great. Yeah. Um, cinematography great oh, beautiful acting good very yeah, good yeah. or great in some cases uh story overall script good very good um like p- production and sets very cool yeah writing of the dialogue minus 18 wow dude the shit that they have these poor actors saying okay. in, a, in a conversation is i i'm amazed that these actors have been able to do as well as they can i'm so bummed you said this because now i'm gonna think about it (laughs) dude some of the shit they say i mean like i i I can't really give you examples there was one where it was like this big big intense thing and then it was like just tell me tell me right now and he's like he's sterile and it was just like yeah it was okay that whole scene there's times when they're talking and you're not supposed to laugh and i laugh and that's not good 
but it does it you know the show is entertaining and that is entertaining as well so i think you're, I, you're I think right. that Britt marling who created the show she yeah. also created the oa yep and we we know almost nothing about her she's from you know indiana she's i thought she was fucking british but she's not um i think she is very talented she's a pretty good actress Really good writer doesn't do dialogue very well yet, anyways, because it's a little clunky, my friend. But yeah, dude, it's a great show, and it's absolutely a wreck. I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, I think those are the two big shows right yeah. now. I think everyone should be watching those. I think Murder of the World and Fargo are really good. Mm-hmm. I, I I just think FX is just crushing. I know everybody else right now. You could have you could skip every other streaming service and just have them for now. You'd be okay. You would. You'd be all right. All right. Um, you you mentioned this earlier. Scavenger Scavengers Rain. Yeah, I mean you know it's a it's a small show, um, but it's some of the best animation I've ever seen. It's incredibly creative. It tells this slow story that's really big, like. You know, they're crashed on an alien planet in the future, and, you know, the the stakes are big, but it's told with, like, this cool pace where, you know, you get to kind of meet all these different survivors that landed all over this planet. You know, they're spread out, so they have either, they're either solo or they're in these small groups, and then, you know, as they move towards being rescued or whatever they're trying to do, they start to mingle. Um, incredibly creative, surprising. You'll be shocked at how much you care about these characters. Huge voice cat voice cast. The main girl is Ali Shawcat, who was in um like that murder mystery friend group, whatever. Mm-hmm. Remember that show that we really liked for a while? Um, um they're all friends and they yep. like try to find the missing girl. And they're and, in New York and they all like don't have any jobs ex- and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. so she's anyways. I, I finished it. It was 12 short episodes on HBO. Scavenger's Reign. Some of the coolest animation I've ever seen. I really liked this show. I think that, that what we need to do is we need to start a new thing. And it's a drinking game. It's an Ordi's podcast drinking game. Okay. And the drinking game is just every time that we can't think of a show or a name, you have to take a big swig of, swig of your drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's been bad. It was better when we had Ryan. We do love yeah. him for that. Yeah, My Ryan, God, was he Ryan quick. would just get every one that of them. That brain oh, of course, was, yeah. you know, he, he may be older, but fuck is he sharp. He is. He so, is, yeah. you know, we do miss that, and we, we've talked about it before. Yeah, so, uh, we, are, we can't think of anything think today, of and I'm sorry. That's just not okay. Yeah, but you know what? We still got good wrecks. We do have the good wrecks. The wrecks are hot. That's what we All know. All right, so the last one is a show that's near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite reality show of all time. It's MTV's The Challenge. Yes. How's it going? Um, I think this is the worst season they've had in 15 years. Really? I do. Oh, no. I'm pretty frustrated. And this is the year that you got everybody on board. I got everyone on board. You got people all to, to draft. Yeah. The we car- have fantasy I mean- teams. And I think this is their worst season in a long time. Really? And I think that they're saving it up for season 40. I think season yeah, 40. Yeah, I can see that. I think they're, trying 40, to, they're probably really using the season to try, try to make like one or two more stars. They're trying to build some new stars. Yeah. Without the Johnny Bananas and the CTs and company to all overshadow all the people they're trying to make into stars. Yeah. So they're kind of trying to say, hey, we're going to do the season with all those big names that you love. And hopefully, but they don't have a real role in it. And to me, I'm just—I think this has been the most predictable season ever. 
like the season, the episodes have started being like, we're going to throw this person in and this person in. And then the whole episode happens and then they throw both of them in. And then I'm like, man, we didn't need to watch this episode. They just told us what was going to happen and it did. And so unless TJ switches the game up, this is going to be a really disappointing season of the challenge. So I have to say, as this is my number one wreck of reality television this season so far, not a wreck. Wow, and that's so just coming. Wait. That's coming from we'll a legendary seasons, right? Oh, if you don't know who wins, a there's leg- a lot of this great is, ones. This is coming from one of the biggest challenge fans on earth, and I'm telling you, the season is a struggle so far. Okay, all right. I've watched about half. I told you, Viacom. Oh, they don't got anything going for them. Okay, all right. Well, maybe they'll come back. Hard They're like, next year. have you watched <laughs> Catfish? <laughs> <laughs> well, what about a spinoff of Catfish? Yeah, there's they're faking those. I'm like, now. how are people still getting there's, catfished? They're faking those now. Oh, anyone's they? still getting catfished? My God! All right, uh, time to move on to. We wish you a merry rewatch. We wish you a merry rewatch. We wish you a merry rewatch and a happy rewatch. Nice. That was good. Okay, I mean, you know, yeah, it's almost like Cat and Garth from SNL. Yeah. Where, <laughs> 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 Where they just kind of like try to sing together, but they don't know what they're going to say yet. Yeah, we watched um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. <laughs> uh, this movie. I'm not going to. No, hang on a second. I'm not going to straight up apologize like last week. No, last week Like was I bad. did for Gremlins. Gremlins was Gremlins was, was bad. hard to watch. This was like the first act was hard to watch. Mm-hmm. And then it actually picked up some steam. And I was like, okay, I'm a little bit into this. There were things about this movie that I really liked. Mostly Robert Downey Jr., yeah, I like seeing a, a, a young, attractive Michelle Moynihan like in her. all different she outfits. Was great. Let's just say that, or Liked lack her. thereof. Very pretty, and she had char- she had charisma. She was good. They all had charisma. Downey Jr. Wow, coming out party for this guy too. I this agree. Dude absolutely tears it up. You're you have no you're exact. You know exactly why he got the Iron Man role after this. Yeah, he carries this movie. This movie is is good. Because of the people in this movie. This is the most nonsensical script I have ever... I I tried to explain this movie to someone. Yeah. And couldn't. I was like, man, uh, while I was going through the plot of the movie, I was like, this makes no sense, and I'm telling it. And I watched so, it yesterday. You know what I just, just realized what this movie became huh. in its final form? The Nice Guys. Why I'm so upset you uh, ruined my take. No way. That was my number one take. Ah! I my take of this movie was going to was be Was they made it better. Was gonna be is that what it's called though? The nice guys? Yeah, I think this so. can't be. We can't forget everything. No, it is. Yeah, it's it's Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, and yeah, it's the nice guys. Yeah, so I was gonna say that this movie walked so the nice guys could run. Yes. But I mean, honestly, as as good as Gosling was in that. Robert Downey would have been just perfect, too. He would have, yeah. The Nice Guys is this movie, but with a script that makes more sense. It's yes. the same movie. It's a, it's a guys who are... One of them's bumbling and, yeah. like, you know, like, kind of an idiot, can't really fight. The and other then the other one is a hard-ass. Yeah, kind of a hard-ass who knows how everything works a little bit better. Yeah. And because they, they, they work perfectly together, because they kind of both have things the other one doesn't and they're going through this world of hollywood that's confusing and there's a weird hollywood murder this is the same movie holy shit it's just the nice guys did it really well and this movie didn't make any sense yeah this movie was just like good they tried it to even make it make sense i mean you have like these these characters that they would 
talk about, but they showed like once and you kind of didn't care. They who kept they saying were. people's names and I was like, I don't yeah. know that person's name. And then the thing is, is that they, they even used the tool of being like, um, the big short yeah. where he'd be like, this is a classic movie part where two people are standing in the way, but if we just move them out of the way here, Get out of there. then you can see that there's a clue left here for you to understand the movie. And mm-hmm. then I'd be like, Okay, the big short just did this. Way better. They did this. Yeah. They did this in the movie and told you all this stuff, gave you all this extra context to make sure you understood what was going on, and I was still lost. I know. So to me, I don't think this was a bad movie because I think the people they had were red hot, especially Downey Jr. And wow. I, honestly, I was most impressed with Val Kilmer. Like, yeah, great. He was so good, and he took a pretty shitty script and and made it elevated it, and he. He played, you know, his his he's billed as huh. gay Perry. Yeah, a lot of gay jokes. It so didn't, didn't work for me. With the that. co-lead is is Val Kilmer, who is a gay man, and nobody was comfortable around this guy in this movie. And it was like, was, oh, was, you're gay? And, and Does that he, mean you touch penises? Oh, and he was like it apologizing was for it. It felt like yeah, it was he, so weird. And he had to like make self-deprecating jokes about yeah. being gay. And he was, it was like, well, just like, it's because I'm gay and I'm an outcast in society. Yeah, <laughs> like it was like, so, so weird. dumb. I get that it's aged, but it, it seemed backwards. It even was a lot then. of like, Ugh. yeah, a so, lot of that happening. And I oh, just yeah. thought that was weird. So to me, this movie was completely nonsensical. I still don't really know. You described a couple things to me, like when I asked, and you were like, "Well, yeah, this happened." And I was like, "I, I don't remember that." Part. Yeah, it did. I mean, I watched it fairly closely. I watched it today, which helps, and it did make sense. It just was kind of dumb. I think this movie's a seventy-eight, seven for a Christmas movie. Yeah, Christmas adjacent. I don't know how much Christmas was in this. All right, <laughs> this one was the most Christmas adjacent we've done. <laughs> it opens with Christmas music. Yeah, it has Christmas music throughout. Uh-huh. I like any good Christmas movie or no any... snow. Well, it's in L.A. You're in L.A. That hurt it. That hurt it. But I'll tell you this: every Christmas movie ever, it crescendos on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and so did this. The finale I, I... happened on Christmas Eve, and then you know the the fallout happens the next day, right? Or like I like this epilogue. movie. It was fresh. It just wasn't. Mega oh, it fresh. was not. It was a uh, fifty-seven for me. I didn't. I was. I, wow. In fact, you really didn't like I it. I think I said that I had watched it. I don't think I've ever seen it before. I really don't. I enjoyed this movie, but I don't really know what happened. I think I just enjoyed it because I think I like Robert Downey Jr. and I thought he was really good. So yeah, it was I'm a little bit s- of like Big Lebowski too, if you want to put, but yeah. not good, not like good like that. Yeah. So yeah. Well, well said. But I'm excited for a classic that we're gonna do next next week. We're gonna watch Elf. And this is a movie oh. I don't really think I like that much, but I know everyone in the world does. So I'm going to give it a really fair shot. I've only watched Elf twice, maybe. Really? Ever. God I'm not damn. a huge Elf fan. I like I like um, Will Ferrell. So you don't like Elf or The Grinch? I hate The Grinch. Elf is way I'm better than The Grinch. I'm not going to get you to watch The Grinch. No, I get that. No. But I watched it the other night, and it's fucking hilarious. It's, and, it's bad. And anyways, we need to, we need to <laughs> focus on what we can control which is Elf. Elf, and I'm excited. I, I am excited about this. So we're going to watch this. We're going to try to get into a, some more traditional Christmas right before the, the actual day. The actual and day. And so that's what we're going to do this week and next week. So watch it with us. I know you have uh, no reason not to. So check out Elf. Um, but yeah, it's it's been fun. The rewatch has been random and fun. Random. We've watched a lot of crazy stuff this, uh, this, this fall. Uh, it's been great. Anytime I can get you to watch something super random you haven't seen before... I love that. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that's it, guys. That's all of the time that we have on this uh, episode of the Nordies Podcast. Go back and check out our sportscast, which I thought was a really fun episode. And uh, otherwise, until then, enjoy the the holidays. And uh, we'll be back next week with another huge episode of the Nordies Podcast. 